Hi everyone and welcome to Fashion Decipher. I am Shauna Williams and today I have a really great guest, uh, Miss Carolina Cadillo Jensen. Hi Carolina. Hi. Hold on, hold on. Where are the applause? Where are the people yelling, <laughs> Shirley? <laughs> Sean. That'll be inserted later. <laughs> Um, and the reason why I thought Carolina would be so great, Carolina has such a just great um, resume in, in broadcasting, in media, uh, in podcasting. Carolina, do you want to give the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, so I've been doing um, radio and TV uh, for over 25 years. Mm. I started one uh, since, since I was in kindergarten, I started writing. Um, I was on cable TV when I was like 10 years old. And then from there, I just went out. I wanted to be a lawyer if anybody want, if anybody cares about that, but, mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, but you know what radio and TV just uh, captured my interest. Um, and right at right in college, um, actually high school, I started um, doing uh, traffic for a, a shadow traffic company. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, I just got picked um, to start being a host on a Spanish, a big Spanish uh, station, Megan I Sam Point Nine, and then Univision, and then you know I filled in Z100, BLS, and uh, I've been hosting um, for really uh, many years, and I've been considered the Spanish Robin Quivers. So that was that. an honor. That was an honor. So so with that, I've been invited to so many fashion shows. I've had people send me um, their dresses, try them on, you know, and and also um, see how I like them. So um, I don't know much about fashion. Mm -hmm. I do like fashion, but I can't say um, like you, Sean, you're like fashion savvy, you're an expert, you know. No, but, <laughs> but I definitely I like think fashion. you have style in fashion. I mean, uh, of course, I, that's why I definitely wanted your opinion on this. And, and the reason why I thought you were so perfect for this um, episode is because I was reading an article about uh, mm -hmm. Gap's partnership with Harlem Fashion Row. And I don't know if anybody else has um, read this article or has um, seen it around the um, around Instagram or social media. And it really talks about like how this for the second year Gap has partnered with Harlem Fashion Row to deepen their commitment to support uh, people of color, um, designers, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they're, and how they're underrepresented in the fashion world. Mm -hmm. And as we all know, Gap is one of the largest specialty real to, uh, retailers. And yeah. then Harlem Fashion Row is an organization that supports up and coming African-American and Latino designers. You know, they were founded in 2007. Mm -hmm. um, and, and they really want to showcase the diversity within, you know, design. Yeah. And, and I thought it was so important uh, to talk about this. And I, and I was saying to myself, like, does everyone know how great or, or how broad the uh, contributions that Latino or Latinx people have made within fashion? Um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. I, I think it's now, I think it's in the last couple of years now that um, Latinos are, it's like they're, it's like they're populating and they're like, they're exploding. I, I want to call it the Latin explosion. Right. Um, they're, they're, they're exploding into so many different careers. We're hearing this, we're hearing that, but I think the fashion world is up and coming. I have a really good friend, Senya, and I, I, know, I know you've heard about her, mm -hmm. um, that she's, I mean, she's just up and coming. She's like everywhere now. She's like, yeah. she's being interviewed now. So, and you can, I know you're going to interview her soon, but um, I think it's just an explosion, even, even, in, even in the radio business, even the TV business, I have some friends that are just exploding out there um, and um, just coming out in their own, you know, that's, so I see that happening um, in every aspect. Latinos are, are everywhere. <laughs> and, and, and I think also too, and we need to also address the fact, just like with African-Americans, you know, mm -hmm. there isn't, 
not one black person's experience is the experience of every black person. No. So we're not a monolithic and the same thing for Latinx people, you know, mm -hmm. the, the Latino diaspora, it, you know, is spread across and, and it's very broad and very wild with, with, with different mixes of either Spain, um, Hispanic, South American, mm -hmm. and, and, yep. and Spanish American. So there's so many and so many different cultures that exactly bring, right different uh, just like views to yeah. fashion. So we exactly. want to go into like some of our favorite designers and um, from the Latinx uh, heritage. And who do you love, Carolyn? Like who are the people well, who stand out the most to you? Well, let's just go back one second where you mentioned that there's uh, there's a lot of different countries that are exploding out there. Like I was at Target today mm -hmm. and I just bought a black blouse and on it, it said made in Nicaragua. I'm noticing that a lot of, a lot of items are made in Nicaragua now. And that's where my mom is from. Oh. So it's, it's great to see that, that these countries are, 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 are representing the, you know, Latinos in these um, stores like Target, um, like Walmart. So, I mean, it's great to see that. So I, yeah. I definitely, you know, I definitely back that up and I bought like five blouses right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I don't know. So, you know, who stands out to me? Narcisco Rodriguez. Very um, talented. Yeah, yeah. You know what? But I didn't know much about him until Carolyn Bissett Kennedy, um, her dress, her wedding dress uh, was made by him. I didn't even know that. And that's so that, beautiful. Oh my God. And only someone like her could wear it. I mean, it's like, she's got a silhouette figure. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, and I had to know who made this dress. Mm -hmm. uh, I got to tell you, man, I was proud as a Latina. I was like, wow, a Latino. Latino person made this um, made this dress for her iconic dress. Yeah, absolutely. It had such a simple but modern and elegant design. I mean, everyone knows that. I mean, you know, God rest them both. But when that marriage photo was uh, debuted of a JFK Jr. kissing her hand, everyone's mm -hmm. seen how gorgeous that dress looked in that. Oh photo. my God! It's just absolutely beautiful. And, and I know Narcisa Rodriguez is from Cuba, yeah. and and he was born and he was raised in New Jersey, and mm -hmm. he also studied at Parsons School of Design. Yeah, uh, you know what? I actually got to meet him a couple of years ago at a Carolina Herrera fashion oh, show. How was that? I, I, yes, oh my God, the nicest, girl, the nicest guy in the world. Um, and you know me, Sean, uh, if I see somebody famous, I'm going to come tap you on the shoulder. <laughs> yes. so, so he was sitting, I was in the back row watching a Carolina Herrera fashion show, which is amazing, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, and, and he was like two rows up. We had just walked in together. And I said, I have, I, I said, Narcisco, I, said, I just have to tell you, I love, love, love you. And the dress, that is so iconic. And he was just so happy. And he Aww. blushed. He's such a, such, a, such a talented, humble man. We took a photo. And you know what? If I can find it, I'm going to send it to you later so you can post it, all right? Absolutely. But um, anyway, so I, so let me ask you something. Why is that dress such a simple dress? Um, why is it iconic? And why is it like different than any other dress? It's just a simple, uh, there's nothing really designed. There's no design to it. Is there? Does well, you know what it is? It has to do with the cut. It has to do with, um, it's just, you know, it looks more like architecture than it looks like actual, like you're looking for any um, beading or stitching or something, you know, it has an architecture cut to it, um, especially around the top and the bodice at the top and yeah. then how it flows to the bottom around her ankles. It just has this very elegant, modern, fresh cut to it. You know, not that traditional big poofy wedding dress yes. uh, of so many, you know, first ladies in the past. And, you know, it doesn't yes. have that, that it just has this, this very modern and which fit the setting of their wedding, you know, as oh it came goodness. out of that, um, church, it looked very, like, it just it was apropos for everything in the background. It was a simple, you know, that Absolutely. simple and elegant, simple and elegant, you know? Absolutely. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so that, that's why that, that, uh, particular designer 
it's like it was Look like to you oh my god yes so when i saw that dress i'm like oh my gosh like i said <laughs> latino latina okay yeah absolutely i mean exactly. i would just say one of my favorites for me would be cristobal balenciaga and i say this because he his designs were the ones that rivaled uh um dior christian dior <laughs> and christian dior came out with the new look and Cristobal Balenciaga was such a risk taker, such a, a person who went outside the norm of what um, fashion was. He went opposite of whatever it was. If it had like a high waist or a low waist, he dropped it even further. Uh -huh. um, you know, where it was more fitted, the new look, Christian Dior's new look was fitted. You know, mm -hmm. Cristobal Balenciaga made like the balloon gown, you know, where people were like, how can anyone look sexy in a sack dress? But it was like he knew how to pull it together yeah um and he just did these pioneering looks and shapes that were just never seen before and this mm -hmm. is all in the 1950s and i yeah. do also to what i love about him is that he also gave a nod to his heritage and if you, if you look at some of uh, balenciaga's uh patterns and and designs you know he gives a nod to um like the bolero jacket that they wear. Oh, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so yes. the, the matadors like wear, and he did it, he did it with all this like luxury, like uh, lace and um, finishing and uh, design reference to it. And, and, you know, and I love the fact that he, he reminded, no, how, no matter how far his designs went, when it came mm -hmm. to America, he still reminds you of his heritage. And I thought that was beautiful. Uh, by the way, I'm going to correct you. Cristobal Balenciaga. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you're right you're right uh his fashion is like uh amazing amazing yeah absolutely so who else would you think was uh great to you, you know what could because i love uh carrie in sex in the city manella blonick oh yeah manella blonick and his shoe but you know what I, I was doing some reading about him today i thought his his heel was higher than three inches but it was that's the highest he ever went hmm and it said that um, every strap had like 50 stones uh, of crystal in each strap. Oh, so, you know, and, it and could I, be and, the construction of the shoe. Like sometimes mm -hmm. when you put, when they, like when it has to do with the arch, you mm -hmm. know, sometimes the arch can make the heel, you know, seem a lot higher than it actually is. So that could be the reason. Yeah, but I, I thought it was higher than that, but it said it was never higher than three inches. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, and that's that was her favorite shoe. She was always wearing them. I got to wear it once because I have a friend who um, is a designer for Carolina Herrera, and mm -hmm. she lent me the shoe. By the way, I didn't know the, the, the models of uh, are usually like a size seven or eight, so I had mm -hmm. this big shoe on. But I got to tell you, they weren't that comfortable. <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but, it is, but it's a beautiful shoe. It's a gorgeous shoe right beautiful beautiful shoe but it was and it's like what what's the average uh manolo blonic shoe cost i would say well oof, this is 2020 i'm going back to when i actually was looking at manolo's so yeah. i would say at this point in 2020 i want to say about like eight something wow i but would i want to say that that's what it is now i know back when sex in the city as you mentioned earlier was on at the time they ran somewhere like the d'orsay pumps they ran somewhere like six something yeah, the um, mule, the, mule the, the famous mule that Carrie used to wear all the time. Yeah, that's the one mule. that someone stole when she did like a baby shower. They stole it at the. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. That, that was the Dior say pump. So, like, I feel like uh, that. I think at that time it was about like six twenty-five or six seventy-five. Um, now that I don't look at Manolos as much as I used to, I want to say because you have prices of Gucci shoes um, that run up to twelve hundred. I'm assuming Manolo would probably be anywhere from like eight something on. But is Manolo still uh, a shoe that 
is wanted by people or is it like maybe I don't want to say has been because that that's not the right word for that but is it a shoe that maybe it's not like a wanted like like you said like Gucci or you know maybe Jimmy Choo you know well, I, well Jimmy Choo has its own issues because Tamara Mellon no longer owns it it was sold um she really? has her own yeah, Tamara Mellon has her own shoe line but for um Manolo Blahnik it, it's classic so I would say like if anyone is looking for like a wedding shoe or um, just like a party shoe, you're always going to go back to your classics. Right now, Gucci, uh, right now, the most it shoe right now is Bottega Veneta, the, the woven heel, um, the mule, that is like the most it shoe that's been going oh, yeah. in 2020. That's like the big, big one right now. Um, mm -hmm. But I guess when you come out of the trends and you come out of where people are flocking to, when people get tired of the trends, you're going to go back to your classics. And mm -hmm. Manolo is definitely a classic. You think like my my sister's like that. She goes, "This is a classic. This is a classic yeah. shoe." Yeah, you. I mean, for any work, any wardrobe that works, you're gonna want to have some classic pieces because what you can do with those classic pieces is mix it with the trends. And when mm -hmm. the trends go out, you can get rid of your trendy pieces and always mm. keep those classics as a basic. Oh wow, nice, nicely yeah. said. And, and the dresses that Carrie also wear were Oscar de la Renta. Oh, love. He's such a talented. I think he's from Dominican Republic, right? Yes. Yes. Santo Domingo, mm -hmm. Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. um, it still remains one of the most influential fa fashion designs in history. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just beautiful construction. He also had a wedding uh, part of his uh, design work. I mean, just the man was so talented. What was your favorite look that Carrie wore of Oscar de la Renta? That red dress that she wore when she was dating um, uh, the uh, what's the um, where was he from? The 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 Petrovsky? Yes, 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 yes. It was pink. It was bubblegum oh, yes. pink. Oh my god, that was an amazing dress. Oh gorgeous. my gosh, gorgeous. And I loved him. I love, love. She he was taking him. her to the she ballet. Him, by the way. Is that a big? <laughs> yeah, she should have married him. I loved him. And she was, I think he was taking her to the ballet and, and then they were late. And I think they ended up at like McDonald's and they were dancing and um and oh my gosh, that's great. It, it was that. such yeah. a great sign. Yeah, just a great episode. <laughs> I love the pink and I love the patent leather bow. Like the bow, the, I mean, not the bow, I'm sorry, the belt that went across. Yes, yes. Gorgeous. Just the, oh just the two-tone of that. Um, you know, that you could see that very skinny patent leather black belt across that very bubblegum pink. It just exactly. showed up so beautifully. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also love the dress that Oscar De La Renta did that uh, Carrie Washington wore. Um, light is a very light light pink it was lace all throughout and it was a very light light pink and it had like mm -hmm. a mint green bottom oh was, i see it yeah gorgeous, gorgeous that was gorgeous to me i thought that was such i mean it looks she just came she had this softness she had this very retro 60s hairstyle to it like the top part up and the, the lower part of her hair down and i just think she looks so breathtaking in that look i mean just the detail the lace just it was beautiful to me yeah, that was like another one of my favorites. Well, let me ask you a question. When these uh, famous celebrities wear these dresses, are these dresses made exclusively for them? Or no. is this actually sold in a store that you and I can wear? No, it's, it's runway. You know, like it's all, um, that bubblegum pink Oscar de la Renta dress actually was on the runway. All those things oh, are runways. Oh. Like a lot of times what those agents and stylists do, like they go to those runway shows and they pick out looks for either like the television show, if you're a stylist for a show, or for your client. Um, mm -hmm. and then you go, you go from there. Um, and I think that, I mean, whoever, um, was, you know, maybe the stylist of Kerry Washington saw that look and thought it was perfect for her. Or sometimes designers send looks, 
you know, depending on what season that we're in, if it's fall, if the award shows are like falls, uh, winter, fall, or so like spring, summer, and they send those looks over to the, to the clients and then they decide from there as well. Mm-hmm, so I think mm-hmm. anybody could buy them in the end. I just don't think that it's only, I mean, unless it's couture. Couture is like definitely like way out of my range. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my, yeah me too. I think the number one uh, American couture purchaser is like Steve Harvey's wife, Marjorie Harvey. She's like one of the like top purchasers of couture. Oh, really? Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, wow. she's like a big, like a top, top uh, oh, purchaser. Really? Yeah. And what is, and what does one of his dresses cost? Couture? Oh my God, couture goes all the way up, like in the double digits, like $50,000, depending on what it is. Like oh it goes, my it's like starts God. at like 10 or 20 and it goes all the way up. Couture is now, like... Now, what makes it so expensive? The designer or the, or the material? It's all of it. It has to do with the material, the designer. It has to do with the material. It has to do with the process in <laughs> which they make the clothes. Everything is hand-stitched. Everything, nothing is machine-made. Mm-hmm. Everything is hand-stitched by um, seamstress um and tailors um and then it's made for your body you know you come and get fitted you know your they know their measurements and it's fitted for them well that's like the famous that's like the famous marilyn monroe dress i mean they actually sewed that onto her body right like the couture is like that so it's so it's it's made for the purchaser i mean there is a prototype but it's made for them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. wow interesting wow i'm learning a lot here today because i Um, another designer that I love, Latinx designer that I love, is uh, unfortunately she passed away a couple years ago due to breast cancer, is Isabel Toledo. And I think her designs are absolutely beautiful. She, just, mm-hmm. she also created the jacket that Michelle Obama wore for Barack Obama's inauguration, which it was like she called it a lemongrass. Um, oh, that's the, 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 the inauguration? Yes, the first one. The first one, like that green, it's like a lemon lime color. Yeah. Um, with all the crystal mm-hmm. beatings. Um, and she just, oh. I think she was just so talented. She also went to Parsons School of Design and FIT. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and she worked closely with her husband. Um, Ruben Toledo is like an, a fashion, he's an illustrator. So he was able to bring to life the designs that Isabel had in her head. So if she described a certain dress or a particular look for um, her runway show, Ruben was able to like take that vision out of her wow. and draw it out and sketch it out. So she, wow. was like, it's, she said there's no way that she could do the things that she did without him. Like he needed oh. to be there because they just was such a unit and they worked yeah. so well together. You know? Hey, listen, looking back at the Bolero jacket by Balenciaga, isn't mm-hmm. that similar to what a, a Selena, the famous singer, also designed? I don't, I don't know. Have you ever seen the movie Selena? I have years ago, though. But this is, it's similar to what she also designed. I mean, could that be like copyrighted or like called, uh, you know, she copyrighted for someone? Well, I mean, you know, the, the thing, fashion, um, it's, it's hard to say, fashion, copywriting, is, is there's no such uh, trademarks when it comes to like fashion because it's, it's a creative license. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes people could do like looks, looks inspired by. Um, mm-hmm. I'm currently reading a book where I'll do an episode of later uh, speaking on the Battle of Versailles. And in the book, um, they talk about how like American didn't have, America didn't have its own fashion houses. Mm-hmm. And we copied all the major department stores like Birdolph Goodman's, Lord & Taylor, uh, um, Neiman Marcus, they would copy all the designs from France, which they were okay with, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, but we just didn't have our own designers. So it would say like Birdolph Goodman's for Dior. And, mm-hmm. and really what they would do is take a Dior look, copy it down to the seams, but never put Dior's full name in it, which oh, say okay. Lord & Taylor 
for Dior or Lord and Taylor for Yves Saint Laurent. And that's, mm -hmm. and that's, we were known for copies in the fifties and the sixties until like our, till the battle rover side and, and the American designers were taken more seriously. So, oh. it, so it's hard to actually, and I say all this to say, it's hard to actually say that something is copywritten or something mm -hmm. is trademarked because people can say it's inspired by. So it's, mm -hmm. it's a lot of loose, you know, when I say diet Prada, I know if anybody follows diet Prada on Instagram, he's yeah. really good at calling out um, mm -hmm. designers who like copy things like to the T. He's, mm -hmm. I would say anybody who's on social media follow Diet Prada, really great account. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that could be it. it could well, be like he, she, she was inspired by. Yeah. Well, let me also ask you, someone like J-Lo, she's also into fashion, has her own line too. Would you put her up there like with Balenciaga, with, uh, you know, um, Oscar de la Renta, you know, Balenci you know, all them. Would you put them next with Rodriguez? No. no? No. I would only, I, I say that to say because her designs are more ready to wear. Mm -hmm. uh, Balenciaga and um, is is more couture. So mm -hmm. like her her when she had what was the line that she had? I can't remember. Sweet pea or what was that thing called? I can't oh, remember what oh, her fashion line was right. called. I actually own a J Lo a J Lo blouse, you know. Um, but oh, what was her? Um, I think it's something. Pace. I think something P Diddy designed for her. Yeah, like um, she used to do the track suits, like um, yeah, like Sean, like Puff Daddy did for Sean John. She did it for yeah. her line. Yeah. Um and. It's not, it's more ready to wear. It's more modern. Those things are definitely mm -hmm. available in department stores. It's mm -hmm. not for tours. Not like she studied it from like a, like her dancing, you know, yeah. great at dancing. And she like worked that craft her whole life. Mm -hmm. So like someone I could go into the street tomorrow and start dancing wouldn't make them JLo. You know what I mean? So not, yeah, to, yeah. not to discount her designs in no shape, form or fashion, but yeah. it doesn't make her on par with some of the old designers because that, that was their craft. But it doesn't make, it doesn't say that she's not a designer. So I'm not saying yeah. she isn't. It's just that I don't consider her Balenciaga level. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think all those celebrities that come out their own fashion, I think that, I think you, like, you, like you just said, it's ready to wear, you know, fashion, you know? Yeah, um, I, I just think that when design, when celebrities do their own designs, it more or less has to do with um, them branding themselves. Like mm -hmm. right now, I think JLo has like um, a collaboration with Coach. She like designed a handbag. Yes. Yeah. So I feel like it's more or less, more or less expanding their brand, not mm -hmm. more or less doing it for the love of design and the love mm -hmm. of creativity. So there's a, it's a little different. Um, yeah. So it's more like I'm branding myself and how many things can I put my name on? How many mm -hmm. things? people see that I'm affiliated with not because I'm doing it for the love of fashion so I'm and maybe some are I can't you know I look at look at Kanye Kanye loves fashion I mean he has his own set of issues but you know he loves fashion that man loves fashion so he it does could, it could be you know so and look how well Yeezys did for you know Adidas so it you yes, know exactly. it could be so it's it's yeah. it's like it, it's a very fine line I would say mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but who else do you do you love on your um list of Latinx uh designers well, that you should look well at? you know what you also you also sent me uh, Paula Mendoza, which I, I got to tell you, I'm in love with her jewelry. Oh, I got to tell you, I've been watching. I saw the um, Beyonce video and I got to tell so you, I love, love that bracelet she wore. Oh, it's the serpent bracelet. I think, yep. what is the, the term, Carolina? Because I know you, you could say, I want to have you say it because you can say it the proper way. Um, she, she has a name for it. Um, and I know I don't want to ruin the name of the, the, the bracelet, but it was a beaded serpent bracelet and it wrapped around, Beyonce wore it where it wrapped around her a wrist that it went all yes. down her finger. I mean, when I tell you the construction of this bracelet. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's moving. It's like a moving part. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so you can wrap yeah. around one way, you can wrap around the other. I'm inspired by her designs because it just, 
it reminds me so much of Elsa Peretti and Elsa Peretti's, yes. yeah, Elsa Peretti's free form flowing. If you look at the bone cuff, Carolina, yes. yeah. if you look at um, the wing cuff that she has made, uh, Elsa Peretti, um, I mean, just, just beyond, like just, you know, Elsa Peretti has made so many designs that are so just classic that has transcended, transcended the, uh, yeah time and mm-hmm. i think that isabel i think that uh paula mendoza's uh pieces will do the same yeah it's just it just has this look to it how do you feel well, about it? can i tell you something um so paul mendoza is a colombian jewelry designer mm-hmm. but i didn't know that she went to um so she got interested in jewelry about a, a 10 years ago i did not know that she went to peru to learn her craft further because my dad was peruvian mm-hmm. so i see a lot of this a lot of this is um peruvian inspired my mother has so much Peruvian jewelry. And well, you I need to bring her. that out. Yeah. I, <laughs> like I, 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 can I tell you, I don't wear it. It's my mother has so many Peruvian uh, gold, solid gold pieces. And, and Sean, they weigh so much. Let me tell you. But I'm she's sure. Got, she's got similar designs that my sister and I both wear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, you're right. I need to start actually wearing them. Yeah. Um, and I, if you're not going to, you need to let me, let me <laughs> No. So my mother has been, since my, my dad uh, was born and raised in Peru, mm-hmm. he's been going to Peru back and forth. Um, and he would bring us a lot of jewelry, which I was actually never interested until I started actually working at Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm like really interested in jewelry and I'm starting to bring up these Peruvian gold pieces were, were, were I, I'm going to have to bring them to you to show to you, okay? Yeah. Yes. Uh, the, the, the design is amazing. It's just amazing. Um, I and, definitely want to like, see it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so now I'm seeing that, that bracelet, my mother has something similar to that. And again, like she said right now, she was inspired by the Peruvian culture. So mm-hmm. uh, now I'm seeing everything that she's wearing. She's wearing layers. In a video you sent me, she's wearing layers and layers of um, necklace, different pieces. My mm-hmm. mother, my mom has similar pieces like that. I, I love it. And I, I mean, if you go, if anyone has a chance, and the video that Carolina is speaking about is Beyonce's EXO video, uh, where it was shot in Coney Island, Brooklyn. And mm-hmm. if you look at her arm, she's wearing the beaded uh, wrap bracelet we're talking about. But if you do go to Paula Mendoza's website and, I, and you just see the construction and the design of so many of these bracelets that she has, like there's a fantasy bracelet that mm-hmm. kind of like curls around the arm. It just gives me this feel of Elsa Sharapelli Cher- and Elsa Peretti mm-hmm. um, at the same time. It has this like surrealist look to it. So I, I definitely agree with you. I, I just think her designs are beautiful. Oh, gorgeous. Um, yeah. And, and I don't, what about the Peruvian culture, Carolyn, do you see in those designs? Like, what do you see? Is it like uh, nature? Do you see like uh, trees, mountains? Is it just about like the print work or there are, where do you, what do you see Peruvian in the designs? Um, you know, uh, uh, trees, mountains, snakes. My father uh, brought my mother this beautiful, go- I'm just, I'm just thinking about it now. This beautiful, gorgeous um, bracelet, similar to a serpent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's gorgeous. My mother barely ever wears it. My sister sometimes wears it. It's a go- it could actually be worn as a bracelet or a, uh, uh, a necklace. Um, so I see a lot of similarities to that particular piece that um, Beyonce is wearing now. So it's so gorgeous. I mean, I really yeah. definitely take, tell people to take a look. And, and like I said, yeah. I see so many parallels to Peretti. And you know, I'm a big advocate of Elsa Peretti jewelry. <laughs> I love, love, love Peretti jewelry. Yes. And the cuffs, you know what? Elsa Peretti under the cuffs. Um, my mother has a thick cuff like that too, but it's this design is is thinner and um, 
on the design my mom has, it's like, she's got like mountains. Um, what else is on there? I forgot what else is. I have to look at it again. You but need it's to like, go through that jewelry uh, box ASAP. Can I tell you something? I was never into it. And my sister has gotten a lot of the jewelry because my mom's always coming, do you want it? I go, nah, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. but she did give me a lot of pieces so I'm gonna have to look through it but she does have a cuff that I have to actually I'm gonna show it to you okay it's gorgeous cuff gorgeous yeah it's hand designed um um but um I'll, I'll definitely show it to you maybe you post it on your website as well yeah it's it's a great nod a way for you to nod to not only your culture just mm-hmm. also of the design and inspiration of the Peruvian people I think mm-hmm. it's absolutely um, is yes. there anybody else that you love or, or like, do you feel that, you know, do you want to talk about your friend Senya? Like, do you want to talk about like her designs? Well, can I tell you something? I, I actually, when I was on a TV show, um, I just started following her and um, she came on our TV show and to introduce her jeans, which are, mm-hmm. you know, I have no butt. I don't know if you know that show. I have no butt. <laughs> her jeans gave me a butt. <laughs> the Convy jeans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually gave me a butt. But then she bought a beautiful dress. Um, the sleeves were amazing. I'll show you a photo also. But, um, mm-hmm. um, but now she's up and coming. Um, she's one of those um, uh, designers that, um, also from Santo Domingo, Dominicana, um, she's up and coming and her fashion and you've seen it. I mean, if you guys want to check her out, she's Senya on Instagram. It's just up and coming. It's just, um, I love the, um, she designs, I think for the normal everyday woman. That's how I see it as, you know, mm-hmm. um, I know you say couture. I mean, Ready like to couture. Wear. Where, where am I ever going to wear like some of those dresses, you know, but I think Senya is different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You yes, never yes. know. One day I'm going to the fast food restaurant. Maybe I'll wear one. <laughs> you never know. Listen, um, Sarah Jessica Parker, as you said, wore the Oscar de la Renta dress to McDonald's. So you never know. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Well, you're right. You actually never, never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, so, but Sandy is up and coming. So um, I'm very proud of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she's, she's, she's making some noise now. So let's see what happens, you know. Maybe, you know, maybe she'll be in a fashion show maybe next year. Hopefully, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Live fashion shows will be back. I don't know. I, I know it's virtual now, but maybe someday. I mean, what do you think? They'll come back again someday? Uh, it's very interesting. We just did an episode on that um, last week. I would definitely say people go back and listen to it. And we, it was called like Fashion Week, the COVID effect. So mm-hmm. we really broke down like all the lengths that designers had to go through to show their fashion show. But we also spoke to the fact that it does level the playing field for up and comers like Senya, who can, you know, um, or Polo Mendoza, who can now put their pieces alongside everybody else because everything is digital so it i think it's it's like a blessing and a curse you know what i mean like you know with but do you think fashion has slowed down because of covid um no i mean i think fashion what people people are not actually buying to wear out um as much you know i know i speak to a lot of my friends and they'll text me and they'll be like i've been wearing a tracksuit for like a month Or they'll say like, um, I need to get out of the house because um, I've been wearing athleisure spandex pants from um, Athletica for like, (laughs) from March. So so I'll laugh, of course. But um, I mean, it's real. I mean, this is what 2020 has, you know, has done. I mean, I know there's an end to it. Do we know when? No, there will be an end to it. Yeah. And then we'll go back, you know, to fashion but will it be the same? We don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So those are all yeah. unknowns. Those are things I can't answer. I have no idea. But I mean, the, the inspiration um, of fashion, people still want to get dressed up. I mean, if you look at any of the Zoom meetings on TV, when people talk like the, you know, the people, the newscasters, they're still fully dressed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, people yeah. still want to feel normal, what they feel like in the new normal. 
Um, so I definitely think fashion is going nowhere. It's just going to adjust, you know what I mean, yeah. to what yeah. we are going through now. Um, mm -hmm. And the last designer I definitely want to speak about is Paco Rabanne. And the reason why I love him, um, he created a dress for, um, for, I can't think of the movie offhand, Jane Fonda. It was in Barbarella in 1968. And it was, he really put like mirrored pieces and metal metallics together with re regular fabric. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was so, I mean, he's still living. I don't think he's in control of the house. He's like 86 years old now. He still has no, he's, he's still not, he's not designing anymore then? No, he's not designing anymore. He stepped down a lot like Valentino. But mm -hmm. again, I mean, when I tell you the designs of Paco Rabanne has been resurging, people probably remember Paco Rabanne if you grew up in the 80s and the 90s from like the, the, like the perfume. You've seen like yes, the perfume. Yes, at, yes. I every that, yes. register, like yes. anywhere at Macy's. So you saw those like types of uh, things at the register. But when I tell you the man is extremely talented mm -hmm. and just definitely opposite of what anybody, if anybody remembers the 1960s style and the sexuality to it. Um, and so many of his dresses were risque because it gave an illusion of nudity and it was just so different. It fell in time in line with the times of the sixties. So mm -hmm. I definitely, I love Paco Rabanne. He, you know, he's a, a designer um, born in Spain. So I definitely mm -hmm. would, would suggest people look into him as well. So where Carolina, I could say, do you feel that Latinx designs are going? Do you see more people as we, you know, close this out? Do you see more people coming out, more support as like the American community gets more diverse? I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, you know what, I got to tell you something. I see um, not just in the fashion world, I think in, in, in also in the communications, fashion, mm -hmm. um, every other uh, career, you know, you might want to choose. Um, but I, I definitely see uh, Latinas, Latinos coming out more. You know, mm -hmm. I, I really do see that more. And I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about um, uh, seeing, uh, you know, my fellow, you know, compatriotas, compatriotas, yes, that was, was the correct Spanish word, um, mm -hmm. coming out and, you know, um, seeing what um, they can show to the entire world. And, you know, I'm proud of that. Yeah, and, and just bringing apart, like, bringing with them the heritage of the Latino people. You know, and yeah, I think that's course. important. Yeah. And just showing, like, everybody, you know, this is who we are. And, yes, we are also American, but we also have this great culture behind us. And I think yeah. that's great to see within their designs. Yeah, even even with me, you know, I've been on radio and I've never met anybody else from Nicaragua and Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. I was probably, I, you know, it was, it, was, it was nice that I can proudly represent um, those countries, even though I wasn't born there, but I can represent Peru, I can represent Nicaragua and Costa Rica and saying, hey, listen, I'm here and I'm here to tell people, you know, I was, I'm, this is part of my culture, you mm -hmm. know, and I'm here and I'm here and to make noise, you know. Absolutely. And, and, and I just, I felt like this, you know, episode was important because not only are we in the midst of, as is, you know, Hispanic Heritage Month is coming to a close. Mm -hmm. um, and I think this podcast will air right before it ends, which is before October 15th. But, mm -hmm. you know, we want people to understand that they have such a great contribution to fashion. And of we course. just wanted to touch on some of the fashion designers that we both love, you know, mm -hmm. and who you probably seen. And I say you like meaning the audience have seen a million times and didn't even know. So, exactly. You know what I mean? And I think it's important to talk about. And there's more up and coming. So we have to wait and see because there's going to be a lot more coming out, more people that are going to make us proud and uh, go Latinas. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, Carolina, where you also have a podcast. Where can everyone find you? Yes, the Carolina Cadillo podcast. Um, we're on every forum iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, Amazon Music, um, SoundCloud. So uh, check us out. Um, we're trying to record at least once or twice a week. 
Okay, everyone, please tune in to Carolina Cadilla's show, please. It's really funny. It's hilarious. She also pairs with her husband. He is hilarious, Jeff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we will put up all information on our um, website as well as our social media page. And Carolina, I just want to say thank you so much for joining Fashion Designer and just really giving everybody a history into some of the uh, Latinx uh, fashion designers. Thank you for inviting me. Loved it. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much, Carolina. Bye. Bye. Hi guys, it's Sean. Make sure you visit our website, fashiondecipher.com, to get a visual on what we're talking to you about. Check out pics from events, of guest speakers, and exhibits. If you miss anything we post, you can visit our archives page. Also, while you're there, hit that subscribe button. Leave your email, and if you like, a comment. Tell us what you think or what you would want to hear on an upcoming episode. Don't forget to follow and friend Fashion Decipher on social media. Check out what we're up to. Speak with you next week.